Hey, it's the Ryan Man coming to you with the Broncos Country Blitz. And tonight's reaction from the loss in our second preseason game of 2018, 24-23 to the Bears. Even though the scoreboard reflects a loss, I think there were just a ton of positives from tonight's game. Uh, you, you know, Broncos Country could take away from the performance. Keenum came in, and he was a little rattled to begin with, throwing, throwing some balls high, timing off a little bit with the receivers still. But I think all that will kind of start to gel more. Uh, really, the group hasn't been together that long, so there's going to be some of that miscommunication still or knowing how a receiver wants to run a certain route. But once everything settled down, Keenum had us obviously go down the field for the field goal drive, for the touchdown drive. And I love the fact that he took the deep shot to Cortland Sutton. And even though he wasn't able to catch it, you know, we had the pass interference penalty. Just enjoys seeing us take the shots, which we weren't doing the last couple of years, and it's nice to see the change there. Jeff Howerman as well, a tight end. He looks great. Now the question is, is he going to stay healthy? Because that's always been the issue with him. He's looked good at times in the past, but he just can't stay healthy. But if he can stay healthy, I think we have some solutions there at the tight end position. Chad Kelly gets promoted from number three quarterback to number two. Comes in and doesn't miss a beat. Hitting some great throws, a couple uh, back shoulder throws, um, throwing a couple up and giving the receiver the chance to make the play. Really just didn't miss, like you said, didn't miss a beat from last week. And he helps get Cortland Sutton's first NFL touchdown bat, be it a preseason touchdown. But that was a great pass, a bullet. And you could see him using his eyes to read the defense before that play even started. A very veteran type um, move and diagnosis of the defense. So really nice to see that. Bradley Chubb gets the NFL gets his NFL sack and safety combo uh, in the first quarter and gets two points on the board for us right away. Kind of starting to see how that combination of Miller and Chubb are going to work. If one of them's not going to get to the quarterback, the other one's going to have a good shot for it. And then Justin Simmons, I mean, he is a versatile guy. I don't think he's talked about as much as he should be because obviously he took over for T.J. Ward, which everyone. Uh, really wanted to see stick around, obviously being part of the Super Bowl team. But he comes in, shows he can play safety, can come up and also cover the receivers on the line, uh, play the slot corner position when needed, and, and really probably one of the most underrated players uh, the last couple of years since he's come in for the Broncos. Just, just looking good, looking the part. Um, and I think I just think he's going to continue to improve. People, Speaking of people that you'd hope would like to improve or what would you would like to see some signs they're improving uh, but unfortunately they're not I mean I think we all know where I'm going with this Paxton Lynch looked terrible again I don't know what his deal is when he gets flustered he rolls out to the left I don't remember seeing another NFL quarterback that was right-handed that loved to roll to the left as much as he does when he gets in trouble really I mean it's more natural for a quarterback to the roll to the right and try to find an open receiver but he just was missing passes, hesitant, low throws, just just no improvement there. And and really, he, he kind of was taking us down on that last drive, but some of it was helped out, obviously, with penalties. And then Isaiah McKenzie, you know, he was the hero last week with the punt return for the touchdown and everything like that, kind of igniting the uh, stadium and everything like that. Fumbles on that last drive, and I really think that was the last nail in his coffin. I mean... He had the ball control issues last year, said he fixed them, comes out and, and basically in a critical situation, 
um, d during his chance to make the roster, fumbles the ball again when we were going down for the winning score. And there's a lot of talk that it's either him or Philip Lindsay that's going for that last position or that last roster spot. It might be between the two of them. There's no way that Lindsay hasn't easily won that at this point anyways. Um, McKenzie could have possibly beat someone else out maybe for a roster spot, but I don't think so after that fumble. Uh, but it's going to be really neat to see Philip Lindsay make the team. Uh, it, you know, just coming down from the CU buffs and everything like that and already having the uh, you know, Colorado following that he does. Uh, I think we showed some good depth on both sides of the ball. Um, our receiving core, that be it very young, once you get past DT and Sanders, you can see the versatility in the receiving core, and I think that's going to just pay dividends as we move into the season. We have some instant contributors there. And on the defensive side of the ball, we, we have a talent in front seven. It's weird to say, but the secondary is probably the biggest question right now just to see if Roby can step up and be what Talib had been the last few years and everything like that and some uh, other questions in terms of some players aging and then some of the younger players catching on. And, and the other thing, too, is it kind of reflected, yes, you know, Chris Harris Jr. didn't play tonight and everything like that, but it felt like our defense was getting pushed down the field a little bit, our first-team defense. So hopefully it's just a situation where they were jowling and they're just going to go ahead and kind of tighten that up you know, as we move forward here in the preseason. Uh, and a couple other neat things that I think, you just kind of have those those moments where it's like, you know, as much as things change in the NFL, obviously players moving and free agency, everything like that, how things stay the same. Fourth quarter they showed Coobs and Elway joking around up in the suite, and it's just kind of neat to see them still working together. Obviously Coobs was always back up for years, and, and, and they've always been, uh, you know, close and, and obviously Elway's the one that brought Coobs in uh, when we had our Super Bowl run and won Super Bowl 50 and Peyton Manning's last year so it's just nice nice to see Coobs involved again and, and kind of seeing images of him on camera and him and Elway working so close still to this day and I think the broadcasting crew actually of out of all things is great for our preseason games this year. Always been a fan of Steve Levy uh, I think Brian Greasy does a really good job. I think he's uh, can be honest and very blunt sometimes, but I think it's a good thing on, on things that he thinks is working, what's not working, his opinion on things. And plus that, if any of you have seen the new Monday Night Football crew they have on ESPN with Jason Witten and company, in some ways I think Steve Levy and Brian Greasy actually are a better combo of broadcasters than anyone that they've hired for the new Monday Night Football team. So kind of cool to see them doing it. I hope it's a thing where Steve Levy and Brian Greasy do the Bronco preseason games for years to come. Hopefully it's not just a one-year thing. But if so, going to enjoy it while they're doing it for the next couple games. So once again, the Broncos lose preseason game number 2, 24-23 to the Chicago Bears. But a lot of positives came out of tonight. Uh, you got a glimpse of what this team can be. And I, I think the defense can tell right now that the offense is not going to be the issue it's been the last couple of years. So, till next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz.